Hello friends, it is Sean here, it is the 29th of August, it's Tuesday, and hello to you, I hope you're going well, oh, wherever you are, no matter what is happening in your year, it is almost the end of another season, and here you are, still plugging away, still plugging yourself into God's Word, so that that can punctuate, can elucidate can shine a light through the rhythms of your life. And I hope, friends, that that is what is happening, that God's Word comes to you at other times, not just when we're reading it together, and that it it shapes some of your time and reflection. That is my prayer. That has been my experience that I've just treasured with the chance of getting to read this each day with you, and I hope that God is doing the same with you. Lord Jesus, thank you for the chance that we have to come together as friends, as subjects of our Lord, you, and to hear your word. And I pray that today would be no different. Open our hearts and come and reveal yourself to us in your spirit. Amen. So the last two chapters have been all about the political intrigue of, of this is what's about to happen to you, says God to, um, to Judah, and God's going to get a bit more specific about what's happening with Assyria coming down from the north and Egypt and the alliance from the south. God's going to be very, very clear about what is the right and what is the wrong way to go about dealing with this. So join me, friends, as we read together Isaiah chapter 30. What sorrow awaits my rebellious children, says the Lord. You make plans that are contrary to mine. You make alliances not directed by my spirit, thus piling up your sins. For without consulting me, you have gone down to Egypt for help. You have put your trust in Pharaoh's protection. You have tried to hide in his shade. But by trusting Pharaoh, you will be humiliated. And by depending on him, You will be disgraced. For though his power extends to Zohan, and his officials have arrived in Hanes, all who trust in him will be ashamed. He will not help you. Instead, he will disgrace you. This message came to me concerning the animals in the Negev. The caravan moved slowly across the terrible desert to Egypt. Donkeys weighed down with riches and camels loaded with treasure all to pay for Egypt's protection. They travelled through the wilderness, a place of lionesses and lions, a place where vipers and poisonous snakes live. All this, and Egypt will give you nothing in return. Egypt's promises are worthless. Therefore I call her Rahab, the harmless dragon. Now go and write down these words. Write them in a book. They will stand until the end of time as a witness that these people are stubborn rebels who refuse to pay attention to the Lord's instructions. They tell the seers, stop seeing visions. They tell the prophets, don't tell us what is right. Tell us nice things. Tell us lies. Forget all this gloom. Get off your narrow path. Stop telling us about your Holy One of Israel. This is the reply. Of the Holy One of Israel. Because you despise what I tell you and trust instead in oppression and lies, calamity will come upon you suddenly, 
like a bulging wall that bursts and falls. In an instant, it will collapse and come crashing down. You will be smashed like a piece of pottery, shattered so completely that there won't be a piece big enough to carry coals from a fireplace or a little water from the well. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel, says. Only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved. In quietness and confidence is your strength. But you would have none of it. You said, No, we will get our help from Egypt. They will give us swift horses for riding into battle. But the only swiftness you are going to see is the swiftness of your enemies chasing you. One of them will chase a thousand of you. Five of them will make all of you flee. You will be left like a lonely flagpole on a hill or a tattered banner on a distant mountaintop. So the Lord must wait for you to come to him so he can show you his love and compassion. For the Lord is a faithful God. Blessed are those who wait for his help. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. He will be gracious if you ask for help. He will surely respond to the sound of your cries. Though the Lord gave you adversity for food and suffering for drink, He will still be with you to teach you. You will see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, This is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. Then you will destroy all your silver idols and your precious gold images. You will throw them out like filthy rags, saying to them, Good riddance. Then... The Lord will bless you with rain at planting time. There will be wonderful harvests and plenty of pasture land for your livestock. The oxen and donkeys that till the ground will eat good grain, its chaff blown away by the wind. In that day when your enemies are slaughtered and the towers fall, there will be streams of water flowing down every mountain and hill. The moon will be as bright as the sun, and the sun will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven days in one. So it will be when the Lord begins to heal his people and cure the wounds he gave them. Look, the Lord is coming from far away, burning with anger, surrounded by thick rising smoke. His lips are filled with fury and his words consume like fire. His hot breath pours out like a flood, Up to the neck of his enemies, he will sift out the proud nations for destruction. He will bridle them and lead them away to ruin. But the people of God will sing a song of joy. Like the songs of the holy festivals, you will be filled with joy. As when a flautist leads a group of pilgrims to Jerusalem, the mountain of the Lord, to the rock of Israel, and the Lord will make his majestic voice heard. He will display the strength of his mighty arm. It will descend with devouring flames, with cloudbursts, thunderstorms, and huge hailstones. At the Lord's command, the Assyrians will be shattered. He will strike them down with his royal scepter. And as the Lord strikes them with his rod of punishment, 
His people will celebrate with tambourines and harps. Lifting his mighty arm, he will fight the Assyrians. Topheth, the place of burning, has long been ready for the Assyrian king. The pyre is piled high with wood. The breath of the Lord, like fire from the volcano, will set it ablaze. What a beautiful chapter. Thank you for the truth that we see in this about you and your character, about how faithful you are and about your never-ending love for us, no matter how difficult we are. And in verse 15, where Isaiah says, Only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved in quietness and confidence is your strength. Lord, help us to always turn to you. Help us to rest in you and you will save us. To be quiet and confident. And in that confidence and our trust in you, there comes our strength. For you are unassailable and holy and mighty and on our side. So we just lift you and place you on the highest throne in our lives, submit all to you, and love you. Our incredibly faithful God. And we pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs>